Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jonathan Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast, hosted Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you guys like to get in touch with us, please go to the Modern Conservative Cast, the Modern Cons- the Modern Conservative Podcast at gmail.com. And drop us a little line. Tell me what you think about me or what you don't think about me, what you think I should talk about. Um, how is your life as a conservative? And uh, just love to hear from you. Um, but business at hand today, I want to talk about something that's uh, counter to mean there's a lot of whys. For example, why do we have ships, cargo ships, sitting outside the ports in this country? Why are there shortages in this country? Why is that? Why is it all of a sudden, the past year and a half, we can't find toilet paper to wipe our butts with, but we can't get bottled water because uh, there's none. I mean, as a matter of fact, some Costco's right now, you can't get bottled water. Why is that all of a sudden? Why do these things happen? They don't happen organically. They just don't happen organically. Something has to be the root cause of it. Now, here's a question for you for the United States of America. For those who believe there's, there's really a shortage and it's created naturally, I will simply say to you, wake the hell up. Because when the cargo ships are sitting out in the ocean, the Pacific Ocean, hundreds of them just sitting there floating, why is it they can't come in the port? Now, some of you will probably believe, oh, well, they can't come in the port because of coronavirus. Well, let me clue you in. They've been coming in port into port ever since January of 2020. We didn't have this problem when COVID first came out. And we were a restricted country at that time. Now we're less restricted, but yet now we don't have the supply. The demand is there, but we don't have the supply. And you hear people say, you know what? We can't meet the supply and demand. Well, that's a lie because the ships are sitting off to in the West Ocean, the Pacific Ocean. It's just sitting out there idling. So does it ever occur to people that this is man-made? Hell yeah, it's man-made. Absolutely, it's man-made. And guess what country benefits from this shortage that we're going through right now. It's China. Now, this is my theory, not my my uh, conspiracy thought. This is my theory. And there is actually a difference. My theory is simply this. If you take and let everything on the shelves right now completely empty out, Completely empty out. We all know China is one of the world's largest countries of creating counterfeits, copyright infringements, mass production, cheap labor, everything that a communist country does, that's China. 
So what happens when the ships, or what happens when the shelves are absolutely bare and empty? Guess who comes in? China products. All Chinese products. Items that are made in America, gone. Items that are made in Taiwan, gone. Items that are made in Hong Kong, gone. Items that are made in India, gone, including aspirins and ibuprofen. All of that is gone. The ship, the, the uh, shelves are completely vacated. But the ships that are sitting in the West and in, in the Pacific, they're from China. They're from China. Guess who's going to be stocking the shelves? Guess who's going to come to the rescue? China. These shortages are not, they're not accidents. They are created. They are created to the benefit of one country, and it's not the United States. It is China. I promise you, when you start looking at the new items, when they restock the shelves, they would be mostly Chinese products. Because here's a question for you. How could it be anything other than China when most of the cargo ships that are sitting out outside of uh, Newport Beach or Long Beach, I should say. How could there be anything other than Chinese products? Because all those containers are coming from China. As a matter of fact, I was just on the on the phone a moment ago with a company that produces metals, aluminum. He literally told me that the metal prices are so high right now because China controls magnesium, which is an element which goes into aluminum alloys. And as long as China is controlling the magnesium in this country and the rest of the world, there will be a scarcity. And therefore, the prices will go completely out out of the roof, out the roof. Who does that benefit? China. They're getting more money for their products and goods. It's going to be, there's going to be hell for Americans to pay for voting for the administration that's in office. Unfortunately, everybody has to suffer. Because people didn't think about this crap when they voted for a guy that uh, was a known racist, but people dismissed it, even though there's countless videos of him saying things that are absolutely racist, even in recent years. You know, because you cared more about the team rather than the American cause, you will suffer. And personally, I don't care. If I'm going to suffer... I hope you suffer much greater than I because you caused this. We didn't cause this. Conservatives and most Republicans, we didn't cause this. This isn't our problem. This is your problem. We just have to go through your stupidity. This is not our problem, but yet we have to help solve this problem. I mean, some of you forget the the fact that we all live in the same country. And what you do can affect 
And how you vote can affect the country and the people that live within the same country that you do. I kind of wonder how many people right now are enjoying or enjoying Joe Biden and his administration right now. And yes, there are people out there that still thinks he's doing a great job. 30% of the country. The man approval rating is down in the straight shit. That's, there's no discrepancy in that. One of the worst presidential ratings in the first 10 months at that. He's already down in the mid-30s, if not lower. And yes, there were people who will vote for this man again. As far as I'm concerned, if you vote for him twice, that should be treason. And you should be shocked. Because voted, voting for him twice is truly and will be truly the demise of this country. It angers me that the Republican Party has done absolutely nothing as a whole. Yeah, you have your bright stars. You have your Rand Pauls, you know, your Jim Jordans, you know, Andy Biggs. There are guys out there who are really trying to do the right things, at least from a TV perspective. But I truly believe that uh, the Republican Party are just as bad as the Democratic Party. If Donald Trump was in an office, the Democrats would be having impeachment number four, five, and six. But Joe Biden has done things that he should have been impeached impeached for four, five, six, seven, eight times. Afghanistan alone should have been an article of impeachment. Just that alone, he should have been impeached. And I'm sick and tired of people making up excuses for these presidents and these politicians. You know, I'm sick and tired. All I hear is excuses, excuses, excuses to cover up some of the things that these people are doing and getting away with. When are people still implementing facts? When do facts take precedence over your damn motions? When? I don't understand. When? When are the facts are going to be a priority? You know, I hear about COVID, and there's so many facts coming out about COVID, but it completely gets dis- dismissed the moment Fauci says something to counter it. Here's a question for everybody. When hospitals are not giving unvaccinated Americans priority because they choose not to get vaccinated in hospitals, so in the hospitals, they're not getting priority. And if they're not getting priority, they're not making it to the ICU. So if the hospitals are so full And the unvaccinated are not allowed to take up hospital beds because they're reckless. Then truly, 
who is taking up the beds in these hospitals? If it's not the unvaccinated because they don't get priority, then who's filling up the capacity of the hospitals? Think about that for a moment. All you hear, for example, the president, the CEO of IHC here in Utah, when they say that they're giving priority to the vaccinated, who was filling up the ICUs then? It's not the unvaccinated. But the thing is, people don't listen to these people when they open their mouths and dissect what they're saying. Just like in the UK, they say 76% of all the people that are dying in the hospital are vaccinated. Are vaccinated. I'm going to give you something locally. Why isn't no one covering the fact that in New York City, they're protesting in the streets by thousands. Why don't you hear about that, people? What clue does it take to trigger you to realize they are lying to you, hiding things from you? What the hell does it take? Because I'm tired of yelling at my microphone trying to get an answer from people. Why is that? Why is it the common mind not triggered by some of the things that have been said or not said? I just mentioned to you that they are rioting in the streets, well, excuse me, protesting in the streets in New York City cesspool New York City. But you haven't seen the protests either where they're protesting outside of CNN. You won't see that on CNN. By the way, if you ever look at the CNN building, I just noticed this today in the video. On the front of the building, it's got CNN, And then right next to it, it says F45. I wonder what that could be. Now, I'm just throwing it out there. But, you know, Donald Trump is number 45. Maybe they're representing him as the true president. They just don't want to say it right now because CNN has been bought out by China and, and all these other organizations that are out there placated to the CCP. But anyway, back to matters at hand. But the COVID has given these people a lot of cover to implement mandates, mandates that don't really exist, that are not in writing, an oral mandate by Joe Biden, which is not a mandate, but people running around this country acting as if it's an actual law. 
There is nothing in writing. I know this. they say they're working on it right now, but while you're still working on it, it's just an oral conversation is all it is. It's not a mandate. I mean, I live here in Utah. I think we have one of the weakest Republican governors in the country. There's only two countries, two states, I should say, that have really, really strong Republican governors that actually put their money where their mouth is. Texas and Florida. Christy Nome, South Dakota, used to be one of my favorite governors. But when she said she wasn't going to protect employees from their mandated, mandate specialist employers, she wasn't going to do anything. Well, well, when you have that mentality and you're saying your, employees can, your employer can do anything to the employees, and they talk about the Constitution, but here's my question. If they can tell you when you need to get a shot, because you work for them, all of a sudden, because you work for them, they pay your salary. They're all of a sudden your personal God. I have a problem with that. I have a big problem with that. Then why shouldn't employers be able to discriminate then? Why shouldn't they be able to discriminate? Discriminate. If they got the right to give you, tell you you have to take a vaccine, then what makes you think you have the right to tell them they don't have to allow black people or gay people in their restaurants? People, think about it. Think about it. When she says she does, she thinks that employee, employers have the right to conduct their business the way they see fit as a business owner, then why can't they say, we do not allow blacks, Mexicans, whites, whatever in our restaurant? What's the difference? What's the difference? There is no freaking difference. See, eventually you can only be a good Republican for so long. Eventually, your core will eventually come out. Eventually, my question is this, I should say, is North Dakota, South Dakota getting paid? Is she getting bought off? Those of you that are listening to me in South Dakota, and I know I have listeners in South Dakota, ask your government that. Ask your governor that. She's so strong about businesses being able to tell their employees that if I say get the damn jab, you got to get the jab. But yet they don't have the right to say, niggas, you're not allowed to, not allowed to come in here. What's the difference? You know, look, I like Christy Nome up to this point. Now, there are things about her I still do like. But this particular practice, I can't swallow that pill. I cannot swallow that pill because it makes no sense to me. 
it makes no sense to me when all of a sudden prior COVID, the government was always in your business telling you what you can, you can't do. But now they're saying they can't tell you how to run your business. So I need those patriots out there in South Dakota and the surrounding states to put her to this question. Because I've heard other people not that don't agree with her, but they always put it in a softer tone and, you know, a kind way of speaking to their audience about it. No, I want her to know why, want to know why. The owner says, I don't have niggas at my shop. I said, niggas, at my shop. Why is that wrong then? If it's their business, they have free reign of their business. Because I'm confused now. I'm absolutely confused. They will say, well, that's not an equal opportunity issue. I disagree. I just completely disagree. It's still their business. Why should you be in any business telling any business how to run itself if uh, that's truly how the government's supposed to be as far as Christy known? Now, I don't know if she would hear this or would get this message or not. It would have to be somebody on her staff or somebody who listened to the podcast or whatever, but I'm hoping I hear from them via an email because I think it's absolutely hypocritical. <clears throat> also, I, I want to mention this weekend's event. You know, I want to appreciate everybody that came down to the weekend at event. We had a great time. It was an absolute success, no matter what you hear from the Salt Lake City Tribune. It was a great success. We appreciate Michael Flynn for stopping in, speaking at the event, and all the sponsors that uh, helped put this together. I'm hoping everybody had a great success. We at Blex at Utah, we had an absolute fantastic success. We recruited upwards of uh, 150, 200 members. We have not yet put them all in the system yet, but it was an absolutely great event. And I want to appreciate everyone that showed up and participated because when you show up, the volume speaks for itself when it comes to who we are as conservatives. You know, the more people you have in your army, the bigger the war machine you have so stick around and uh, on the upcoming events I will be speaking letting everybody know what's coming up for as uh, events in the future commercial break this is John the Modern Conservative Podcast we'll be back in a minute
Welcome back, everybody. This is John Harvey, your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. And today is Tuesday, my second favorite day of the week, because I hate Mondays. Um, some other things I want to talk about is um, Utah as a whole and uh, the Republican Party here in our state. It's no mystery to people that I'm not a Republican. I'm actually a conservative. And uh, me being the director of Blacks at Utah, sometimes it's a struggle for me because when I'm Blacks, I have to be nonpartisan because we're a nonprofit 501c3. So there's days where I have to watch what I'm, what I'm saying, giving the event that I'm in. But Utah, the Republican Party here sucks. And the reason why I say that, because these people are afraid to get any dirt on their white collar. They don't come out and say, we're against racism. How about that? Let's go with that. They don't come out and say it. These guys are too damn busy being pristine and wussies more so than ever being fighters. They, I, look, I'm not going to speak on other Republicans in other states because that wouldn't be fair because I don't know those Republicans and I don't know exactly how they work for the majority of the time. But the, the Utah Republicans, that I can't speak on. I've been here 26 years. And they've all been the same way. This is what I like about Rick, Mitt Romney, and that's and it's actually a fault for Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is not the only rhino in the Utah Republican Party. He's not the only one. He's the only one that's stupid enough to put it out there. The rest of them just do it behind closed doors. They let Mitt Romney be the sacrificial sacrificial lamb. Because the fact is, the Republican Party, they should be ashamed of themselves for some of the things that they don't do when they have the opportunity to do so. A lot of the Republicans that I've met, and listen, I know there's going to be some guys that are going to be pissed off that I know that are in the Republican Party, but... This is the problem. They're going to be pissed off. I don't care. Because the reason why I don't care is I'm telling this about yourselves because you need to do something about yourselves. Trust me, I'm not the only one that thinks like this in this state. I'm not the only one that believes that the Republican Party needs to be torn down and re reassembled. At least the Republican Party in the United States. Hell, I speak for the Republican Party for the Republican Party on a national basis. Republican Party do, does not come out when it's time to have a war. The Democrats, shit. They're back to back. They come out in a group. They stand strong, even though they may, stay, may be standing for the wrong issue. And it's more socialist than it is Anything else? At least they come out as a group. The Democrats have been calling Republicans racist for 
50, 60, 70 years. And the Republican Party does absolutely nothing to counterbalance. You know what they do when they do try to counterbalance it? They'll bring in one or two black Republicans that they know and try to use them. I mean, and that person is a politician. They don't reach out to the people and say, listen, no matter what the idiots say on the Democratic side, we've never been a party of racism. Never. Never. In 1954, when we were founded, the Republican Party, we were founded to free the slaves, among other things. That was one of the reasons why we were founded. Republican parties don't come out and say anything like that. They don't come out as a group and say, hey, you know what? Check this out. In, 19, in 1863, it was the Republican Party that voted to free the slaves. Today, Republican Party, most people don't know that story. Most people don't know that history. And that's why they're trying to push CRT, because the Republican Party don't push anything other than a bunch of BS. So CRT will be easy for the Democrats if they can get it implemented to change history as we know it. Because most people don't know it. So since they don't know it, they don't believe it when a Republican like myself or conservative like myself try to give them that education because a lot of times they never heard it before. And since nobody is teaching them the real history, not the CRT history, the real history of the Republican Party, it's easier for the Democrats to call them racist because the Republicans don't fight back. Look at the election in 2020. We all know there was a big cheat. But look what happened with the Republican Party. Yes, Donald Trump was impeached. The Republican Party said, no, we're not going to go for it. Well, it would have been suicide for them to go for it. Now, the true test to me, for me, is simply this, Mitt Romney. Will the Utah elect him again? Because I'm going to tell you this time and time and time and time and time again, white America. It's white America. I'm going to tell you, and I, all of my friends and most of my friends are white. I don't hide this point that I'm about to make. You're the one that is allowing this country to get destroyed. Because racism has been spread around this country so damn much, you're gun shy. You're gun shy. The Democrats done that to you. You're gun shy. You're worried about somebody calling you a racist for fighting for your country. You're worried about somebody calling you a racist because you're a patriot. You're a racist because you don't believe in the vaccine or you don't believe in um, voodoo medicine, is what I call it lately. You're worried about being called so many things in so many ways, you just sit home and let the shit happen. Okay, I'm, that's my favorite word today. And then this is no attack to on you personally. You have to understand that. It's not a personal attack. And look, I get it. I actually get it. You know, I'm at the event this weekend. 19-year-old kid comes to my table, and he and I are talking. And this is what he says to me. If they're going to call me a racist, 
Why don't I just be a racist? And there's a lot of people out there who think the same way. If they're going to call me a racist, I may as well be a racist. Well, how about this? Be a racist and fight for your country, then, if that's what it takes. I'm cool with that. If that gets you to fight for your country and you not give a care anymore about whether they think you're racist or not, and you decide you want to be a racist, then fight for your country because you're losing it. And I'm telling you, you're losing right now. Now, that's everybody that flies under the American flag, Democrat or Republican. See, if you're a Democrat, you're misguided when you think the, the administration cares about you as well. No, you pay high gas prices just like I do as a conservative. See, this is where you guys lost your damn heads. This is where you lost your freaking heads. Anything that happens to me because of the administration that you voted for that's in the office. Now, anything that happens bad for me, economically and financial, it happens to you as well. Have you noticed that? Democrats, moderates, rhinos, have you noticed that? When the cars go up 45% and you want to buy a new car, Democrat, hey, you did that. Hey, pal, you did that. See, what you didn't think about when you were too pissy worrying about the orange man, you worried about who he was, was, but not the quality of his work. And then you would have realized who he really was. The minute you can recognize what he's done for this country, then you'll recognize who he really is. But you chose not to. You chose to listen to the rhetoric and things that he's been judged by. Yeah, look, I'll take a mad tweet. And we've all seen this meme before. I'll take a mad tweet any day if I can go back to 2020 and beyond and before. And most of America is exactly the same way. See, when you do your when you when you vote for people and you don't do your homework, this is the consequence. If you vote for a person out of emotion, this is the consequences. Now, you Democrats that are listening to me right now, here's a little clue for you. You did this shit in 2008, too. 2008, and I must say, and some Republicans. You voted for Barack Obama. Barack Obama was one of the worst presidents in history as well. So out of emotions, you voted for him because he would have been the first black president. You didn't care about his agenda, all you, were, all you heard was hope and change. Well, that man changed things the way you never thought. Hope and change meant something different for you than it did for him and his administration. Four years later, eight years later, he's out of office. Here comes Donald Trump, the orange man, the playboy, the guy that's been married three, four times, I can't remember. You know, the billionaire. Mind you, when he was just Donald Trump, all the rappers and the blacks in New York City could relate to him, wanted to be him, as a matter of fact. Wanted to be him. But when you started listening to the news, 
You let the news change your mind as to who he really was. And I use the word was. He has never been known to be a very articulate person, even though he went to Harvard. People play him down to be stupid. Well, the other side does. When actually he was number four, grade number four in his class. He was in the top four in his class. Four percent, I should say. The man is a very bright man, but it's proven. Because he's proved that he can run a country. Now, Donald Trump didn't win based on emotion. Because a lot of people didn't like that man. It wasn't motions that brought him in the office. It's because people could relate to him. Though he was a billionaire, people could still relate to him. It wasn't his message other than make America great again. And he did say to the blacks, what do you got to lose? Gets elected, four years of gravy. Life was better. Income was up. Prices was down on, on um, products. GDP was up, highest than it has ever been in like 60, 70 years. Anything positive that could be created by administration, he mostly done it. 2020, 2019, we have the election. Joe Biden. You really think Joe Biden won by 80 million people? Votes, really? So you people voted for him again because you didn't like Donald Trump. You didn't like Donald Trump because of his text messages, which is the stupidest damn thing I've ever seen in my life. So when I say you did this to yourself, those that have voted for Joe Biden, you've done this to yourself. And I don't feel sorry for you. Hey, check this out. If you lose your job because of COVID and the vaccine, that's not my problem. If you're a Democrat and you voted for Donald Trump, it's not my, I mean, you voted for Joe Biden. That's not my problem. I don't care. You've done it to yourself. I am, see, I'm black, but I'm not a victim. You're white if you vote for Joe Biden, and you're not a victim. Oh, you're a victim of your stupidity because you voted for him, and now we've got higher gas prices. We've got shortages. We've got trucks, that are, I mean, uh, ships that are sitting out on the Pacific Ocean. We're dealing with tariffs. We're dealing with the incident with uh, Afghanistan. We've become best friends with our enemy, China. You know, when we left Afghanistan, guess who came in? China. Has anybody heard about Russia lately? Nope. It's all China. It's all China. Now they're trying to mandate the vaccine on everybody. You know, 30% of the military says, I'm out of here. One out of three. Police officers are leaving. Airline pilots are leaving. 
air traffic controllers are leaving. Just because people voted for the guy that's in office right now. And I wish you cowards would step up to the plate and let everybody know that you voted for Joe Biden. Because you are the true destruction of this country. The true destruction of this country. And those of you that are within the 28% that thinks he's doing a great job, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of this country. As a matter of fact, we also send an email to China. When you drop and empty those shipping containers, fill them back up with these idiots and take them back with you. For me, this is no longer political. Though some elements will always be political. But right now, for me, it's all about the things that stupid Americans do who call themselves Americans. That's why I have a great problem with. That's my problem. Because I have to live according to your stupidity. And 70 million or 75 million of us that are not vaccinated been told we need to get vaccinated by administration that's done absolutely nothing but destroy this country. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? When every example you've given me has turned into straight chaos, destruction. Tell me one positive thing that's happened since they've been in office. Somebody please tell me one thing they've done that's positive for the country since they've been in office. I want to know. I don't even think it exists personally. I don't even think it exists. Yeah, I've been known to miss a thing or two. As somebody, no one has still hadn't written me and given me an email an explanation why so many people are protected from the vaccine. I just had this conversation this morning at coffee. Nobody, the liberals at the table, can't give me an answer. Why so many people don't have to take the vaccine for something that's so deadly? Explain that to me. And another thing is mathematically, the numbers that are people of people in the hospital is a lie. And I don't even have to do any research to do that. When they say 270 million people vaccinated, at least one shot in this country, that means 75 million people are not vaccinated. And if only the vaccinated people, it's mathematically easy to do. You got 270,000, 270 million people that are vaccinated, according to the CDC and the Biden administration. That means there's 75 million people left in this country. So theoretically, if people double vaccinated without the booster shot, theoretically, COVID should only be spreading amongst 75 million people. Amongst only 75 million people. That's if the vaccine works. So basically, the 75 million people that are not vaccinated 
Well, they would just infect each other. Then they would get what's called herd immunity, which is actually more effective than the vaccine. Proven. So why doesn't that? So why doesn't the rate of COVID slow down then? Why isn't that number slowing down? It's because the damn vaccine doesn't work. Mathematically, the numbers don't work. If 75 million people do not get vaccinated, that means, and the vaccine is supposed to work. Now, people make this bullshit as excuse, which pisses me off oftentimes. They say stuff like, well, it's only meant to curtail the symptoms of COVID, then why are so many of you dying? Why are so many of you dying? You people stupid enough to believe this stuff, then why are you dying? And for those of you who don't believe it, Get off CNN and Fox News. I say Fox News because people always say, well, you guys listen to Fox News. Well, go research what's going on in the UK and Israel and France, where they're not playing the same game there as we're playing here. See, the thing in France and even France and the UK, these people protesting in the street hardcore. They're not letting you make the mistake that they're happy about the shock or the mandates. They're letting you know and the rest of the world know your shock, your mandates are garbage, basura. So my question is to you people, at what point in time do you start believing the science? Because it seems to me you're only believing one person. And that's Anthony Fauci. All you do is reverberate the lies that that man tells. But when true scientists tell you that, don't take the vaccine, like the inventor of messenger RNA, the inventor who created this type of vaccine, you don't listen to him, but you listen to Fauci. You don't listen to everyday doctors that are practicing every single day. I don't understand what the hell the problem is. You know, as far as antibodies, in case you people didn't know, there are people still alive today who survived swine flu in 1918. There's actually people still alive today. And they had done tests on their blood work and they still have antibodies. Still have antibodies. So when you let the government tell you or Fauci tell you that antibodies don't work anymore, it's only because they're trying to destroy your immune system with the vaccine, because that's actually what it does. If they tell you that antibodies don't work anymore, they've got a damn good excuse to how to cover their vaccine when it destroys your immune system. But anyway, we're coming to a close of another episode and another show of this uh, fantastic day. And once again, I'm always pissed off. 
about what's going on in this world. I apologize for being pissed off for the people that put us in this situation. Yes, Chris, because people did put us in this situation. Let's not be nice about it. I'm tired of being nice about it. I'm done with that. So until I get a chance to speak with you guys again later this week on Tuesday at 5 p.m., I want you guys to have a great evening. Take care. And this is John Harvey. I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast.